0: Welcome, Pathfinders, back to our Mummy's Mask playthrough here on the Find the Path podcast. Episode 2, I am Rick Sandage, your Game Master. I am joined by my fellow players once again. If they want to introduce themselves, starting here on my left.
1: I'm Jessica Peters, and I'm playing Segura.
2: I'm Jordan Jenkins, and I'm playing
0: Sudi Kantar.
3: I am Rachel Sandage, and I am playing Citra. I am Heather Allen, and I'm playing Onuris.
0: So, when last we had left our heroes... They had gathered together in the city of Wati, had taken place in the opening ceremony, a lottery to determine who gets to go into the necropolis, newly opened and explore its depths and plunge into the assorted tombs therein. Our heroes had been assigned to the tomb of Akintepi. After resting up for the evening, they gathered together at the gates the following morning. The gates had opened up wide, allowing all of them entrance into the city beyond, and they had marched their way forward. Maybe hey, you have any last-second concerns? Turn back now. i mostly Abandoned worried Aldo. about
3: this halfling and his, like, 7,000 war dogs. That's funny. <laughs> I
2: mean, there's also that... Tal- Hat, lady. Tal-dane, Hat lady. Hat lady. Yeah, yeah. Hat
3: lady. yeah she was... Because so she em. got a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> Brothels aren't all bad. I That's mean, true. They're not really my character's thing, but, you know. Hmm. What are you, celibate? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs>
2: TBD? You usually know if you're celibate.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Celibate, but not by choice. That is character development, man. (laughs) I can't just, like, say that. I know some very nice ladies. (laughs) Do you?
0: (laughs) Oh, my. So let's uh, let's start this off. We'll keep that in with a little bit of... Oh, that's nice. This is Sirenscape for everyone out there. Sirenscape, they don't pay us money, but we love them. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> we pay that money. Yeah, I <laughs> actually we actually I and pay see. him
0: money, uh Ben Looms, who's a mad genius. I think I've stated that before, but it bears reiterance. So, the gate had opened, all of you had made your way within. The yeah, other assorted adventurers going as well. there are close to two dozen something adventuring groups making their way into the necropolis. As all of you step through the gate, you exit the city of the living and enter into the city of the dead. Uh, As you cross the courtyard, beyond the gate, you pass under the shadow of Phrasma's Needle, a sacred stone obelisk commemorating the consecration of this city. Wide avenues would lead deeper into the quiet streets of this city, flanked by businesses and homes, separated by thin alleys. This place doesn't feel so much like a graveyard as it does a ghost town. The buildings have been maintained to the point that they still look inhabited. The only thing betraying the illusion is the disturbing silence and stillness of this place. Even your fellow adventuring parties so eager just a couple of seconds ago begin to fall silent as they navigate the dangerous city streets away from all of you and away from the safety of the City of the Living.
3: Are there any other adventuring parties headed in the same general direction or is everybody pretty well spread
0: out? There would probably be another two or three that would accompany you down this way but effectively they would follow their own map, stop periodically at crossroads and then branch off in opposite directions as all of you would spiral out into different places. Some of them don't need to walk any more than actually still within line of sight of the gate before they would reach their destination and oh, make their WP. way within. Yeah, eh,
1: I don't know about that. It means uh, probably not much there.
0: No, most of this place has been uh, pretty well unlooted, except for the few that Segura and some of the other people have gotten to. But a hmm. vast majority of tomb robbers add to the population here as opposed to taking things away from the City of the Dead. All of you would walk for the better part of a mile. Through the twisted and sand-choked streets, passing ancient temples to the old faiths and abandoned canals turn into mass graves. Eventually, though, you'd arrive at your destination. A rectangular stone mausoleum sits alone in what appears to have once been an actual cemetery here. The trunks of a few dead trees poke out of the sand around the tomb, and a hot breeze whistles through their desiccated branches. A set of massive stone double doors is affixed to the closest side of the structure, beneath a facade bearing the likeness of no Syrian man. Windblown sand is heaped around the crypt, particularly or partially burying the doors that lead within. Isn't
3: there no. an, is theres there anything written on the doors or anything like that? You can
0: approach the doors and check if you so wish.
3: Yes please.
0: We'll sure. probably also check for traps.
1: Yeah. And we but like she said, we don't really have to worry about like other groups around. We're really
3: more worried about like.
0: I mean all of you can make reception the reception roll if you so tubes. wish.
3: <laughs> I will <laughs> glance around as I head towards the door.
2: Nope. I get a 12, so I don't see much of
3: anything. I get a 24. 15. Uh, on your risk, a 15 as well.
0: With your 24, you do not notice any other groups. You do notice an ominous circling of vultures. Huh. So take from that what you will. Bad omens, that's what I take from
1: that. <laughs> I think they're just waiting.
2: Bad omens.
0: Uh, so you're approaching, glancing over the hieroglyphics. You're wanting to check the door for traps. Yes and Segura and Sudi wish to...
4: I'm going to wait for the door to be checked and then I will approach the door.
0: Really? I will watch our back. Watching your backs. Approaching towards the door. I'll need a perception roll for me.
1: Checking the gives me a 16.
0: Looks clear. Exposed. I
1: uh, hold up a hand and wave Segura forward.
0: Uh, on your glancing of you this over, there are engravings on this door in an Ancient of Sirianni, mm-hmm. denoting it as the uh, tomb of Akintepi providing the deceased's birth date in the year 2416 and the date of his death in the year 2488 you may make a knowledge history if you so wish he...
3: on so
0: yours to get a 20 with a 20 you would note that the plague of madness that tore through this section of the city did so in the year of uh, 2499 so about 11 years after his death so he would not have been alive for when the plague came through Interestingly enough, you can ascertain from that, though, that he did live to the uh, the ripe old age of 72, which is still pretty impressive.
3: He hmm. died before the plague struck. Well, he got a real tomb.
0: It does
2: raise the question, how much would such a tomb, how long would it take to make? Was it completed before the plague, or after?
4: Well, Most That's people well prepare for their death before they die.
2: Perhaps. If it was an old man, he would have known it was coming.
0: The structure itself looks to be particularly small. You'd say the building is no wider than about 20 feet and probably no deeper than about maybe 35 to 40. Despite that, all of you would know that many of the tombs in this area have larger underground chambers to pay respects to the dead and also to keep the dead better preserved than they would up on the surface.
4: Well, Sagira's going to pull out her crowbar and uh, head up to the door.
0: Approaching the door, Sagira may make me a knowledge, engineering, or perception roll.
4: Perception 25.
0: You would note, first off, that there are no obvious... The entirety of this door is made of solid stone with no visible handholds or hinges. More likely than not, you're going to guess that these probably are concealed hinges and the door actually swings outwards. There are also telltale traces of mortar along the seams and the jam that have since crumbled or been chipped away. Glancing it over as you approach closer, hefting your crowbar, you'd realize that this is probably not the first crowbar that this door has seen as someone else seems to have probably used a similar tool to insert between the doors at some point in the past and pry this open.
2: Oh, well, we may have hit the dud if someone has already come and taken everything out of it.
0: Not The sand partially blocks this door and looks like it needs to be cleared away. If none of you have a shovel, you'll just have to dig with your own hands. But at the moment, you can't pry it open until the sand's cleared enough. I have literally nothing for this. I will
4: pry (laughs) I will do it with my hands.
3: Yeah. I'll I guess we're digging.
0: I will use my cat powers. Well, we're defeated. Powers. We all walk back to town. <laughs> <laughs> <Pick> <laughs> to buy <up> a shovel.
3: <laughs> that was a great adventure path, guys. I'll,
2: I'll just do it. I'll just do it with my cat powers and
0: move it around like it's a little. Yeah, you think back to the, you know, the lottery there and it's like, there was that shovel salesman. Why didn't I stop there? I thought he was crazy. He was offering shovels and picks and... <laughs> I was more concerned with the grappling hook. <laughs> Should've gone for the shovel. Yes. Your grappling hook does not aid you. Feasibly all of you could drop down to your knees and begin digging away with your hands clearing out the sand to the best of your ability it takes you no more than about an hour uh, of long sweaty labor Good. and by this point the sun has risen in full and beats down on your back and turns this into a much more unpleasant task i suppose all of you would stand up probably prying your shoes free and shaking out the sand from your boots before shoving them back on
1: all right it's probably not because our feet are probably swollen we wouldn't
3: get them back on
0: that's true all right let's get this. Except story. for the mongo i imagine it's barefoot but
3: Do you have strange little kitty boots?
2: I mean, I could have (laughs) kitty boots.
3: (laughs) You should, (laughs) although if
2: I have kitty boots, I'm going to be doing that thing the cats do where they shake (laughs) it off.
4: Well, you have to keep an eye out for things that sting. If anything,
3: you probably just wrap your feet. Yeah, do some gauze
2: wrap. Yeah, that's true. I could probably just grab some cloth and wrap them like
0: you're a mummy from the ankle down. (laughs)
4: Like
0: I wrap my fists too, so just something like that.
3: All right, crowbar door.
0: Jimmy, your crowbar in there. You can do so. Your allies can aid another if they so wish. I will attempt it.
3: I have a crowbar as well, so I will help.
0: I do not aid you. Also I will
3: supervise, because my strength sucks. I aid.
0: Very well. So, that's a plus four bonus from that, and an additional plus two from your crowbar.
4: I get an eighteen.
0: And 18, you would pry unsuccessfully trying to pry this open. Yep.
2: Once more.
3: I guess I'll try this time.
2: I aid
0: you. That was
3: better. I aid you as I, well. I do not. On yours does not help this time. <laughs> I get a 26 this time.
0: With a 26. You would grapple with this, basically beginning to pry this open to the best of your ability and wrench it free. Eventually, you manage managed to get your crowbar in enough that you could actually slide this open and get hit with a blast of cold tomb air, which would roll out of the building, which at the very least is kept in the shade,
2: yep. and
0: probably provide you with some benefit. I will need a perception roll from the party. Uh, all of you will take a minus two, except for uh, Citra, who is not aiding she's just twiddling her thumbs in the no, background I, no she I did yeah. oh you did aid the second yeah, I did time ah. yeah so minus two from everyone
4: i get an eight
0: I uh, you have 16.
4: 10.
3: 17.
0: very well i suppose all of you would get ready to make your way in before you would step forward you'd more or less pry this open enough kind of glance around see what's inside i imagine look back to the rest of the party and inform them that it's pitch darkness within yeah I know at the very least the cleric can cast a light spell. I don't know if the rest of you want to prepare, you know, pulling out your torches or lanterns or anything along those lines. I have a lantern. I I'm will. Gonna... Li- I will light off a torch. You'll light off a torch.
3: Onurus would cast light on whoever's taking point. That's Akira. Very well. Do You have a, I guess, a necklace or your Holy weapon symbol. or.
0: Onurus does a twelve hit your flat for DC.
3: No, it does not.
0: Very well. You would basically start casting your spell, lay a hand on your uh, holy symbol, uh, which would blast off with light, get ready to address the rest of the group before you'd feel something slam into the back of your leg. Uh, spinning around a dog-sized scorpion as all of you have been struggling with this door has slipped up around the side of the structure Mm. a pale white thing skittering towards you for the safety and comfort of the tomb as you glance back it would raise up its claws snapping its pinchers at you and raising its tail intimidatingly as we go into some combat Ah, sad not
2: great but that's all right yeah i was very surprised by the scorpion
3: i was not well, I was. But so I we didn't
2: that. even make it into the tomb
0: itself no. or we like under attack. You are like standing outside.
3: Did the anybody room. notice it? I guess uh, not. No one
0: made the perception. It got a surprise attack round and, and rammed its stinger into you.
1: <sighs> Blended in with the sand.
0: All right, so initiative from the party.
2: Uh, who,
3: who did it sting? Me. On, right, yours. On, yours. on yours. It's behind on yours.
0: It circled around from the outside of the other tombs and uh, made its way approaching towards you.
2: It came from behind. It
0: came from behind. Goodness. Segura.
1: Fifteen.
0: Segura's rocking the fifteen. Sudi. Eight. Sudi has a grand eight. Citra.
1: I too got a fifteen.
0: Citra gets a fifteen. Does Citra or Sigura have the higher initiative modifier? I do. Very well. Yeah, Citra. So Citra's going first. On yours?
3: Uh, Ten
0: tin and our scorpion buddy
3: he's not our buddy they none of us are a druid, a druid.
0: <laughs> yeah. not, yo- playing the not scorpion buddy drug? friend i'm
3: a
4: ranger but i have a few levels before i get a friend
0: what friend are you going to take don't know oh maybe you'll find someone who mm-hmm. knows so the scorpion springs out rams its stinger into the back of effectively the small of your back glancing off of your armor ah. as it tries to sting you right in the spine uh, I need my spine. It dances back and forth behind you as we go to Citra, who has First Initiative.
1: I will uh, draw my Kukri and slash... Oh, uh, I'm not close enough to it, though, no, am I?
0: you were about ten feet away from it, so Citra can uh, turn five-foot-step and draw her Kukri. I
1: mean, uh, yeah, that doesn't get you very yeah, far. Yeah, five-foot-step doesn't get me next oh, to it, though.
0: yeah, that's correct. Uh, do you have a plus-one base? You just move, on? No. No, yeah, not yet. No, so, yeah, so you, yeah, you can, can close the distance. Yeah. And feasibly, you could swing out wide if you want to try to get into a flanking position for your sneak attack.
1: Yeah, I'll swing out wide. We'll do that.
0: So, Citra turns, swings out wide, circling around behind the scorpion.
1: And I'll draw my weapon as well.
0: Drawing her Kukri. You use Kukri, yes? Yes, I kukri. Use kukri. Drawing out her Kukri as we go to Segura, you know, oh. I suppose would turn and not be remotely surprised to see one of these frickin' scorpions here. Yeah. Since they are a plague in this place.
4: Yeah, Sagira will uh, draw her Kopesh, which she can do as a move action.
0: Step into the flank
4: Uh, with the rogue. And step into the flank and then slash down at this scorpion.
0: Very well. You would have your blade swinging. I'm going
4: to take a two-handed grip on this Kopesh, because why not?
0: That's true. 23. A 23 will solidly hit the scorpion as you ram your blade down onto it
4: minimum damage, which is seven.
0: Seven points of damage still cracking down onto the scorpion's carapace. It would hiss, turning and threatening you with its foreclaws. Oh, that
4: made it
0: mad. In fact, did make it very mad, as it's now the scorpion's oh. turn. Hey, friend.
1: It's totally gone.
4: Through. Hey,
0: friend. Hey,
1: buddy.
0: And the scorpion goes, I'm not your friend, and then attacks you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I
1: got I
4: talk. He speaks common. It's
0: also, you don't is. speak oh, common, so you uh, Everyone's confused. It's very weird. Uh, so the scorpion stings uh, are Claws at you with a 13,
4: Nope.
0: a 6, nope. and then comes in with a 17 with that stinger. Ah,
4: damn.
0: Yeah. Yep. Stingers you. Stinger. Uh, striking you for two points of damage. I'm going to need a fortitude save.
4: All right. Is it fear? <laughs> it well, will be. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> oh, man. This is terrible. A 9.
0: A nine will not succeed uh, You would stumble with the sting Feeling it coursing into your veins As he slams into your right thigh You have taken one point of strength damage Ooh. As you feel weakness wash over you Uh oh Bring us to Onurus.
3: I will turn around since it's right behind me yep, yeah, There's scorpion. a friggin scorpion <laughs> I will uh, draw my kopesh And swing At the scorpion Hey perfect twenty
0: Perfect twenty will hit and threaten. Fourteen. A fourteen will confirm against the scorpion. Uh,
3: for eleven points of damage.
0: Uh, so you basically would spin, bringing up your kopesh, flipping it around, and driving the point down, pinning the thing down into the sand as it thrashes violently. Its stinger would continue to basically flail back and forth as I imagine you take a step back until it finally falls still. Sudi, you spin around, seeing combat, and then nothing. <laughs> uh, that actually would bring us back around to uh, Citra if you want to do anything before Sagara has to make her second save. but.
1: You don't need to do anything.
0: Um... <laughs> like, help? What do it look like, a clerk?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can pull out pom-poms rogue, and start, you know, spirit. saying, make those fortitude yeah. saves.
1: You can make a heal check on trains. I'm, I mean, I'll try, see if I know.
4: Suck out the
0: poison? It. All right. I'm
1: not oh. sucking anything
4: out <laughs> That seems like a terrible plan.
0: Is <laughs> <laughs> it a way to get I poisoned i just poisoned be
4: yourself.
1: poisoned. Uh, I mean, I made an eight-heat check. <laughs> you just make it worse. <laughs> just looking at it like, yeah, it looks bad. You
0: just poke <laughs> it a little <laughs> bit.
4: i <laughs> sure
1: it didn't get stung. <laughs> Maybe you should have it clear. Look at
0: <laughs> just, just massage it in more. Segura. I need you to make a fortitude save.
1: <laughs> I tried.
4: <sighs> um... Thirteen.
0: Thirteen. You feel woozy, but you think you're good. You're still a little shaky on your feet, but you've—it's not the first time you've been stung by a scorpion. <laughs> Ugh.
3: Are you all right? I mean,
4: it's not my favorite thing that just happened in the whole world, but It's your yeah. third favorite. Could have <laughs> been worse.
0: Uh, you'd be able to identify this as a ghost scorpion. You've seen a number of these before. They're native to the surrounding regions. They're named for their eerie translucent carapaces. They are primarily nocturnal hunters, so more likely than not, this one was just looking for a hidey hole to squirrel away for the day. And then you guys conveniently opened a tomb.
3: Mm. It was just looking for nap time. <laughs> you
0: do garner experience for defeating a challenge rating of one half, netting the party 50 experience points. Woot! Searching the body, there is no treasure. <laughs> Secretly uh, The
4: scorpion carries around a plus one That's yeah. work dagger <laughs> it's,
0: like, it's like all the video games Where you kill a wolf And he has a fork And you're like Why? <laughs> or <laughs> gold gold on him
2: Yeah I mean you never, you never know It could like You know we open up the carapace And it like it swallowed
0: A little diamond yes. It's
1: not a tiger shark <laughs> I don't know It's possible yes. I
0: don't know You find a diamond In a license plate yeah. <laughs> uh, What the hell is that? I mean we, we're talking
2: Dog size here So are we talking like Yorkie sized Or like Grant, you know, great parakeese
1: are not dogs; they're little rats, uh, really. Three feet yes. long,
0: forty-five pounds. Oh wow! Yeah, they're like
1: London with size. a
0: three-foot-long tail. It is a it is a good size. Wow! Scorpion. It, okay. is, uh, it is an unpleasant yeah. monstrosity. For those
1: of you who don't know, London is Jessica's dog. I did not just like <laughs> name a random the size,
4: size of, London. Size the size of
2: London. the
0: entirety of
2: London.
4: We're not making fun of London. No, this <laughs> <No. laughs> is the name of her dog.
0: London's a pretty great place. So. All of you would stand before the now open tomb of Akintepi.
2: We step inside now with our light sources and a little bit of poison in our veins. <laughs>
0: a little well, bit or of poison.
1: just one of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately.
4: My strength is down by one.
0: Does that put you at a an odd number now? Yep. Yep. That's uh yeah, it's unfortunate.
4: Everything just got harder. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it.
0: This tomb was going way too easy, I say in the first combat. <laughs> we didn't even get in the tomb. Okay. Uh, stepping into the tomb, though, uh, all of you would step out of the heat and feel blessedly cool air as you make your way inside. I uh, imagine it feels great on your seeping scorpion sting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The inside of the tomb, though, you'd have to wait for your eyes to adjust from the brilliantly bright light outside to the dimmer light even cast by your own illumination. From the f- constant flow of light from your light spell to the flickering illumination. Do you guys light a torch, lantern? Uh, I, I, I have, have a, a torch, lantern. and then we have a light spell, I have a light and, spell and a lantern. Me, yeah. okay. You guys have ton of, tons of light.
3: And I can see in the dark. Yeah. yeah, the lantern,
1: I have a little hook on my belt, so if I need to, I can just hook it on that so Very well. that it stays out of the way.
0: Uh, assume straightening in, weapons out.
1: Yep. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> uh,
0: this rectangular room is empty, so saving f- for some engravings uh, and fixtures on the walls. The, you make your way through the pair of heavy stone doors and see on the opposite side an immense stone will. The air is stale, and a layer of dust and sand covers the floor, lying thicker against the stone will on the opposite end. All four walls bear s- what look to be relief engravings and hieroglyphics, while small stone faces are fixed to the wall's about shoulder height in each corner. The stone wheel at this, on the uh, south side of this room is engraved with a large spiral, and is set in a stone track in the floor and ceiling.
3: is going to approach the circle or the wheel. Uh,
0: so, you can make on, your way forward.
3: Onuris is going to read the hieroglyphs, see if we can learn anything. I
0: believe you're the only person in the party that reads uh, ancient Osiriani. Yes. I'd like to look at the faces. Gonna look at the faces.
1: I'm gonna sweep the room, make sure there's no traps.
0: Just the floor in general, or focusing on the... I'm going to focus
1: on the wheel, because that seems like the direction that we need to go.
0: Okay. So I suppose, starting with our uh, rogue, you can go ahead and make your perception roll for the, the wheel. Imagine telling Sagira to wait a moment. Mm.
1: Uh, get a 23.
0: With a 23? It does not appear to be trapped. Just glancing it over, and Sagira can kind of ascertain the same thing. The stone wheel against this wall is uh, about 10 feet in diameter, and about 6 inches thick probably meaning that it weighs thousands of pounds. Hmm. Uh, it looks like it can be rolled to either side along the track, probably allowing you to progress further. It seems to be exceptionally heavy, and there aren't really any good handholds on it. Uh, with your perception check, you'd realize that you could probably hammer in some pittance into this to provide for you know better handholds to actually roll this, but as it stands, it'd be pretty difficult. Both of you would be able to recognize the spiral design on this as being indicative of the Church of Phrasma, since you've seen it everywhere. Now that you've been here. So, Sudi, making your way over, you may make a Knowledge Religion if you so wish. I don't have that. Very well. They're faces. Yep. Taking ten on Knowledge Religion and getting a... Ten. Ten. uh, You can recognize two of the depictions as being... Or two of the carved faces as depicting Phrasma. Both the carved faces look to be stern yet strangely benevolent. The other two stone faces look to be a likeness of some sort of jackal, although a jackal wearing a headdress of some form, and would stare out from the other corners. You're pretty sure it's one of the old gods, but you don't remember which one. You didn't really study much up on the old gods.
3: Hey guys, hmm. jackals. Can I make an knowledge religion? You
0: may make it. To feasibly, anyone can make an knowledge religion now.
3: Okay. Uh, Onuris gets a seven. No, nineteen. Sigir so gets a thirteen.
0: With your nineteen and thirteen. You're not positive. You think it's probably a depiction of Anubis, although the headdress isn't exactly as you're used to seeing it, so it could just be their interpretation of it. In both of these cases, though, you would notice that all of these faces that are set into the surrounding walls are basically decorative torch holders, such that when a torch is placed within them, a corona of flame would surround the deity's heads and allow fire to look basically, you know, or the light to gleam out of their eyes. Oh, that's cool. That's kind so. of
3: It's most likely Anubis, the... Old god of death, burials and modification.
2: Mm, That makes sense, but why both? Wouldn't they have chosen one or the other?
3: Cover your bases. (laughs) The old gods were more popular two thousand years ago.
2: Yes, but then why not just go with Anubis and not uh, Phrasma?
1: Cover your bases.
0: Zeus. I agree with her.
1: As I tink tink and nail in the
3: bittens in this circle. What do the walls say?
0: Uh, Glancing over the walls, the hieroglyphics along the walls uh, are all in ancient Osiriani, and with the engravings, they seem to describe the life of the tombs enshrined occupant Akintepi. It seems he was a celebrated military commander who presided over the troops garrison in Wati prior to the city's downfall. The hieroglyphics near the door actually translate directly as, Akintepi's tomb is well defended, and those who defile it tempt the wrath of the gods. An additional warning advises... The only thing the Lady of Graves despises more than a grave robber is the unsuccessful grave robber. Followed by a final warning, turn back while you can.
3: Nyrus would relay this information to everyone.
0: Mm. It's
3: almost like a challenge. (laughs) You want to anger the gods. No, no,
4: the second sentence about, like, the only grave robber that she likes less is an unsuccessful one, so you better be successful. (laughs) I could Mm. see
0: that.
2: Well, the church has allowed us to come here, so we have permission from Phrasma, at least or at least the church. I'll actually allow
0: anyone that wishes to make an old religion to do so.
3: I know this. Oh, eight. Uh, eight. Twenty.
0: Yeah. With a twenty, it does actually make some sense from the Phrasman's standpoint. She is not Serenre, she is not a goddess of forgiveness per se, uh, but she does judge people on their actions, meaning that if you grave rob, you could then subsequently repeat, repent from it. If you die while grave robbing, <laughs> you died a grave robber. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense.
1: So, basically, we need to be successful grave
3: robbers. We shouldn't be grave robbing at all. It belongs in a museum. <laughs> we're grave <laughs> robbing right now. We haven't
1: yes. robbed anything yet.
2: Yeah. Well, at this point, we're just exploring, but unlike, mm. it's unlikely that there's not going to be at least something
0: valuable in here. This is also, again, as you were stating, sanctified by the church.
3: Yes, and we'll treat so it's everything not with respect. Grave it's... robbing since it's allowed for the moment. I as mean, long
2: as we follow the rules. You, you were can given call it, rules.
3: you can call it whatever you want to call it. It's
1: still so grave robbing. Well, again, if we treat everything with respect and we make sure that it's sanctioned, then I don't have a problem with it.
4: Oh, well I'm not worried about it. I'm not saying that we're not doing this. I'm just saying that like you know, you're still stealing stuff and selling it. Hmm.
2: Well, let's Remove this block of stone, and then we'll see what we've got.
0: So hammering these pittons into place uh, basically allows it to act as handles, allowing you to uh, grab hold and try rolling it away without just having to push on one side of it.
2: All right. I'm imagining right. this is a lot like trying to move an anchor on a ship. Yeah. Very, very
1: labor-intensive.
0: Yeah, a lot of it's like the old depictions of the, uh, the Tomb of Christ, if you've ever yeah. seen those, yeah. where it's just the big circular wheel that just rolls in front of the tomb. It's yeah. the same thing, but indoors.
1: We just need leverage. It's just got harder. Okay. I put pitons in, it should help I know uh, what my
4: strength is less <laughs> <laughs> Alright,
2: everybody, everybody grab
0: uh, So anyone that wishes to aid another Mei uh, your crowbar is sadly not going to help
3: you here I <laughs> do nothing to help uh, you Yeah, I don't do anything to help I aid you You're <laughs> aiding me um,
0: Don't
2: you
4: have the highest strength in the party?
3: I did
2: I have a 16 you still do. What you I have a
3: 17
4: You're still stronger yeah. than me by it's a little bit It's still a bit. plus 3 yeah. I Did anybody aid? I did, I <laughs> did not I didn't
0: so, plus two.
4: I got a seven. All
3: right, let's do this again.
0: You're feeling, you're <laughs> feeling really weak.
3: Man, okay, oh, okay. That's the second natural one in a row. I am not well, You got helping. a perfect 20 in the last fight. So.
2: <laughs> I do
4: not
0: yeah.
2: hate you.
4: Yeah. Uh, anybody else? I get a 23 because I rolled a perfect 20 this time.
0: So, 23. So, basically, you just finally tell the rest of them, just go <sighs> and sit off to the side. Uh, after on your, you know, pulls students. a hamstring and has to stretch it out. I
3: imagine it's more like. a leg cramp. I'm uh, kind of helping you push, but I don't agree with your ethics on grave robbing, so, so I'm not really helping you. Sorry, oh, guys. Yeah. I've, been,
0: I've been reading in books and praying for a long time, this whole uh, <laughs> physical exertion. I
1: work in a museum. <laughs> yes, but sometimes You're, grave robbing is your major.
2: You should have joined the spider in morning calisthenics. <laughs>
1: We do yogas
2: on Thursdays. That's my favorite day.
1: Because <laughs> you're a cat.
2: Because you're a cat. Yes. Like a cat. I, see. I do a very nice cat pose.
0: <laughs> Which is just lame. <laughs> I fold my legs under me and lay in a bread motion. <laughs> I become a bread box.
1: I like so. that all three of you guys did the exact same hand motion at the same time. It was so hilarious. Like, seriously. Uh, visual just, like, humor. Oh, my God.
0: So, our hero, uh, Sagira, manages to grab onto this, rolling this massive, I'll give it to you, 5,700 pound... Will of stone out of the way by yourself
4: i am five two and (laughs) she's five
2: two and freakishly strong (laughs) apparently you're like bodybuilder built
4: Mm. i'm gonna go into this room what's in this room
0: rolling the stone aside (laughs) the door here would open up into a square room starkly devoid of any markings or adornment Mm. in the center of this chamber's floor a square shaft drops straight down into the darkness A faint, musty odor rises up from the pit. Interestingly, a single pitten has been hammered into the stone floor by the nearest corner of the pit, and a dusty length of rope dangles from the pitten into the darkness of the shaft.
3: Alright, well, I'm going to glance down the shaft with my dark vision. Can I see the bottom?
0: Glancing over the side (laughs) and down to the depths, you can barely make out the bottom. Uh, It must be a good 50-60 feet down. And at the very bottom, you can see that there looks to be a pile of uh, rope. The rope here only seems to extend about five feet into the shaft before ending. Mm. Either having been cut or snapped before, well, the rest of it's far down below. Mm.
3: Well, we know Sudi has rope.
2: I do have my <laughs> rope on my body. <laughs> rope. So I will
0: tie it off.
1: I have rope is, too. Is the piton still like
0: The piton's usable? still usable. The, uh, the rope, if you grab onto it and try to pull it up, it almost crumbles and... It is thoroughly rotten and basically falls apart in your hands as you pull it. Yeah, I
1: was going to say, how long would it take for something like that to happen?
0: You would guess probably, considering how dry it is in here, a hundred years, something like that. I mean, Mm -hmm. this must have been here for some time. Mm. You can't be entirely positive, though.
2: Uh, How smooth are the walls and the
0: shaft? Glancing over the walls, anyone that wishes to may make me a climb check just to look over the walls and get a good idea.
2: This is not my day. Seven. Uh, Seventeen.
3: 13. Onuris gets
0: a, uh, what did I get? 19. Cool. Oh. and Sudi glancing this over, the walls down here are perfectly smooth. It's also 10 feet from one side to the other, so there's no real way to brace yourself on opposite sides. You'd have to do so in a corner. As mm-hmm. such, you would estimate, game mechanically speaking, a about DC 25 climb check to attempt to scale this. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Down into the depths. Or climbing back out afterwards.
2: How good do you guys climb?
3: Not very well. We have a rope. Mm,
2: We should try to knot it then so it's easier.
0: Really? Knotting your rope, you're going to need more than one piece of rope to actually... I have a rope. Okay. Okay, so two people,
2: 100 feet of rope knotted.
0: (laughs) Tying together all of this rope, knotting it.
1: On a side note, those pittens that I drove into the wheel—was I able to get those out?
0: I mean, you potentially could. I don't know if you want to leave those in place in case you have to retreat from this place, close it back off. Yeah, and come that, back again. that might
2: be useful in case we're you know exiting pursued by bear.
3: If the pitten that's already pounded in is still good, we can just use it. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, there's an understanding that while you guys might want to clear this place quick so that you can get a chance at some of the better tombs before somebody else also engages Weren't in the raffle. They
3: just doing a second lottery.
0: Yes, but it comes from the same pool. So oh. the pool's going to be smaller each time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you guys aren't on any form of time limit. Right. So, you know, if you need to explore half of this place, we're completely exhausted and said, okay, we're just going to retreat back to well, town. We should, you potentially we could should try
3: as much as we can today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've had our one. We showed up
0: a scorpion stung me before I walked in and I left.
3: <laughs> Some
2: adventurer you are.
0: Good. <laughs> I'm going to need three days of less rest to heal up my hit points naturally. <laughs> Tying off the rope to the pit and tossing it over the side, it would dangle down to the very bottom. Descending down, if you can take 10 on a climb check and get a zero... I can do that. Yep. Huh? Then you I, yep. can climb yes, down this rope. Yes, we can do that. <laughs> you will be able to all navigate your way down. Again, the walls here are shockingly smooth and well-polished. You're going to guess intentionally so. Ugh. Reaching down towards the bottom, can everyone take 10 on a climb check and get a five? Yes. 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 Well. Once you would reach the bottom, you effectively have to dangle out into the open air for the last 10 feet or so as you descend down to the floor. Uh, <laughs> reaching the bottom of this, you would find yourself in a uh, chamber the same size as the one you left, about 20 feet at a side. Mirror images of warriors in side profile facing inward are carved into an ornate pair of stone doors on the wall off towards your right as you enter into the chamber. The figure is depicted in wearing padded armor with a scarab-shaped shield on the arm facing the viewer, and a raised kopesh held aloft in the other. A crumpled humanoid body lies directly in front of said doors. Mm -hmm. A hint of decay hangs in the air and a dried stain mars the stone underneath the body, but you're going to guess from its time here as well as the the fact that this was a closed-off environment means the body was almost naturally mummified. The square shaft in the ceiling leads straight up into darkness. Uh, It does cut out of the very center of the ceiling of this room. Meaning that if you were down here without a rope, there's almost no way to reach the ceiling Mm. Uh, and therefore even get into the shaft to actually climb up it unless you can pass a DC 40 acrobatics check to jump high enough to wedge (laughs) yourself up there and then the 25 climb checks to get up to the top.
3: I, uh, Onuris is going to look at the, uh, murals or the carvings on the walls and see what we can learn from that.
2: Very well. Uh, I'd like to look at the body and see what killed him, so hopefully it's not a trap.
0: Sudi wishes to look at the body.
3: Sagira would like to look and see
1: what the body has on it.
0: <laughs> Sagira would like to loot the corpse. Citra?
1: Uh, Citra would like to check the next door for any possible traps.
0: See if that's what killed him. Mm. All right, so s- we'll just start with, uh, Sagira. Mm. Lots of S names. Searching the body. The corpse's gear has suffered decades of rotten rust and is mostly unusable, although a thorough search does reveal a uh, couple of metal pittance hmm. and a usable hammer. Okay. So two metal pittance and a uh, hammer that you can put to use, okay. uh, as well as two vials that you can make an appraise check on.
4: I get a 22.
0: With a 22, you'd be able to recognize both of these as uh, Alchemist's Fire.
4: Hmm.
0: They have surprisingly remained uh, intact, despite the years that this body's been down here. Cool. Hmm. Sudi can make a hill check glancing over the body. All right. 12. 12? He's dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's nah. dead, Jim. In addition to the fact that he's dead, you can tell that this body was probably a male, either human or half-elf. Mm. Judging by the bone structure, as well as his clothing. And he seems to have obviously died down here. You're going to guess possibly through de- either dehydration or starvation. Maybe internal injuries. Uh, all of those are impossible to tell in his current state. Both of the body's legs are broken. Probably from a fall of a great height. And the unfortunate man apparently fell, hit the ground, and then attempted to crawl to this door.
2: Oh, so he was on the rope, the rope broke, or was cut, and then he tried to climb out of here and couldn't.
0: Actually, I'll let you make a wisdom check.
2: I'm wisdoming... go
0: in there. Damn! I right, get a four. Okay. Citra. <laughs> May make a perception roll as you search the door for traps.
1: Um, num, 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 num. Fourteen.
0: Fourteen? Glancing over the door, it does not appear to be trapped. The doors are unsecured, although they are heavy and would need to be pushed open with some strength. Glancing over this, though, you would guess that more likely than not, the man on the ground, if both of his legs were broken and he just crawled to these doors, he probably couldn't manage the leverage or the strength to actually push these open. That's unfortunate. So he was just stuck down here struggling against the door, you guess, until he expired.
4: Poor guy. Somebody closed that stone circle thing upstairs,
3: though. Yeah.
0: Ah, that was oh. what the wisdom check was for. Somebody did close the door after him.
4: So somebody.
1: That's why I think somebody cut,
4: cut
3: the rope. Cut rope and left him down here. Either mm-hmm. that or the uh, voices of the spire noticed the tomb was open and he was already dead and just resealed everything. Well, mm-hmm. they would have. They're phrasmen, right? Would they have left him down here? He's if they a knew dead he was tomb here? robber, they might have.
0: Sudi being a follower of phrasma, they would take the body and give it its proper mm-hmm. rights. In death, yeah. he's absolved of his sins. <laughs> mm hmm.
3: Well, not to it's for It's
0: Ferasma's job to judge.
2: They didn't know he was down
0: here. And
3: they probably couldn't see him. Was they may they, they may have thought that somebody came here. in.
2: They either looted the tomb or they died, <laughs> and they weren't going to go down
0: to get him.
1: Can we take a look at the rope and see if it actually frayed or if it was cut?
0: Well, actually, from the rope down here on the bottom, you may make a, a priest check. Eight. Eight.
1: Oh, sorry, nine.
0: Yeah, it's it's so rotted. It's almost impossible to tell. Okay. Lastly, on Eurus, glancing it over, there Aren't any hieroglyphs or anything else to decipher here? You would notice though that the carvings on the door depict Akintepi as a younger figure than one you'd seen previously. So more likely than not this was probably at the height of his soldiering career before he was necessarily a, you know, military general.
4: Alrighty. Opening these doors.
0: Opening the door. These doors would open up into a corridor, ten feet wide and stretching for you'd say the better part of maybe some forty feet in overall length. Best relief carvings are basically carved along the right and left-hand sides of this corridor, showing a great battle. Armies with spears and shields clash at the direction of generals, while other leaders direct troops from the chariots that are ruthlessly running over their enemies. <laughs> a set of gr- engraved stone double doors stand at either end of the hallway. The ones that you just opened, and then a second set on the opposite end. Traps. I will
4: check
1: for
0: traps. You may make a perception roll. Are you searching the corridor heading down to the door, or the door itself?
1: Both, just to be safe.
0: Very well. Paranoid adventurers, we already are. <laughs> he told us. <laughs> he told you. Only death is in, to, in here.
1: Get a 25.
0: The tomb is well defended. With a 25, you and Sagira would basically stand shoulder to shoulder, uh, making your way down the path as su- or as a uh, Sudian on Uris would follow up along behind you. I imagine, you know, Sudi just kind of keeping an eye back in the direction that you mm-hmm. came. And on yours, I imagine looking over all the relief carvings and all the rest of that. Sigiru so probably keeping more of an eye towards the door ahead of you in case it just throws open and a mummy comes running out at you. you never know. You never know. Yeah, you surprise never mummy. Know.
3: It's a horrible surprise. <laughs> <laughs> surprise. Nobody, nobody
0: expects the surprise mummy. <laughs> on yours, glancing over the carvings on the wall or on the doors that you're beginning to approach ahead of you, you would note that these seem to depict Akentepe as an older man. In this case, riding in a chariot. He carries the same scarab shield, but his other arm points at his own reflection, a reflected depiction on the opposite door. As you would reach almost to the end of the hall, Citra, you would notice at the last moment, just glancing over the steps ahead of you. The area of floor directly in front of the door is just slightly, fraction of an inch higher than the rest of the floor here. You would also notice a seam around the outside of it, something denoting it you're going to guess is a pressure plate.
1: Don't step forward yet. Okay. I kind of push her a little to the side, and then I take a look at it and try to disable the trap.
0: Very well. You would kneel down, glancing over the trap. Everyone else gets ready. Very nice. Everyone else runs out of the room and slams the door behind you. (laughs)
1: Uh, I get a 27 to disable the trap.
0: Very well. With a 27... Glancing over this pressure plate, uh, you would find that it basically covers the entirety of the end of this corridor uh, and blocks off the door. You'd be able to pry your dagger under it, lifting it up enough before collecting a fair amount of sand from both the surrounding floor, although only some's ever gotten down here, uh, as well as just out of your pockets, since it's just built up from walking around town. Wedge it in there enough, and you think keep it in the mechanism before stepping forward and tentatively putting your weight on it. It would groan, but not set off you think it'd probably be pretty good as long as not more than one person steps onto this at a time.
1: So, soft feet, everyone. This is... sensitive. Mm. Is the door trapped?
0: You may search the door as well, if you so wish.
1: 21.
0: With the 21, looks clear.
1: Alright. The door seems fine. Just be careful of the switch. Sigirad so uh, carefully opens carefully, the door.
0: Carefully opening the door. Uh, it would creak open and your light would play across a darkened chamber. One that, again... You probably come to some realization as you make for it has not seen light in 2,000 years as you would stride into the dusty old chamber. A faded tapestry would hang on a wooden frame on the wall opposite of the door that you've just come in to this, you'd say maybe 20 foot square chamber as well. Or 20 foot at a side chamber. It's more than 20 square feet. This tapestry is faded and delicate, depicting a middle-aged man accompanied by a woman and two children and a small estate in the background. To either side of the tapestry are two small pedestals upon which sit two preserved animals. Stone double doors exit off towards both your right and left-hand side, making their way further into this complex.
4: Sagira is going to approach the tapestry to
3: see what kind of shape it's in. Oh, Everyone, uh, you
0: make your way forward.
3: On yours, will look at the animals, see what they are.
0: Sudi also wants to look at the animals.
3: Citra will sweep the room for traps.
0: Citra can make a perception roll. Both Sudi and Onuris can tell that the uh, two bodies, I guess, well, actually, what did Citra make for a perceptual? Uh, since
1: I'm checking terms.
0: 26. 26. Searching the room, you would give everyone the go-ahead, not seeing any other signs of pressure plates or anything else. You would imagine that they'd probably keep them to areas where they can concentrate groups, such as that corridor there, but you know, it's not actually paranoid if they're trying to kill you. Onuris and Sudi could both tell that each one of these preserved animals appear to be mummified cats. Mm. More likely than not, you're going to guess probably Akintepi's pets that would have then subsequently been mummified so they could accompany their owner into the boneyard and his soul's eventual final destination, instead of going where all the cats do.
2: I have no idea if that would actually work, but okay.
0: (laughs) Approaching towards the portrait of Akentepe, you may make an appraise check if you so wish.
4: I get a 24.
0: With a 24, This tapestry is ancient. More likely than not, if you even so much as touched it, it would crumble. Hmm. uh, Probably dissolving away, and there's not much you could do with it as far as that goes. Mm -hmm. Despite that, you would notice that, again, it seems to have been lovingly done. There are hieroglyphics Hmm. sewn into the tapestry here.
3: Hey, there's hieroglyphics over here. On yours would go look at them. Anything important?
0: Striving across the chamber, glancing them over, taking an appraising eye. There are several symbols here that roughly translates suggesting that Akintepi's family befell fo- some form of tragedy. It's possibly a murder or sickness, it's difficult to tell, and that he seems to have been left widowed. Anyone that wishes may make me knowledge knowledge local, if you relay this to the rest of the group.
3: Yes. I,
1: mm-hmm. uh, I get a 15.
0: Eight. With a 15. Uh, you could probably guess that the family is not interred here, uh, instead of being interred somewhere else, and that this tomb was perhaps prepared much later. Uh, you're going to guess after Akintepi's continued military success. So more likely than not, the warrior Akintepi is buried here, but his family is not.
1: Hmm. I'm surprised they wouldn't have maybe moved his family, or...
2: Mm, they wouldn't have touched the dead. Once they're interred, you should stay there.
1: That's, I know. It just seems odd that they would separate them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whatever. Onwards and...
0: <laughs> Whatever. Dude's dead. <laughs> his problem now.
1: I don't know where his family was buried. I can't really do anything about it. Uh, There are two exits
0: from this chamber. From the way that you came in, there's one to the left and one to the right. Right? Right? Mm -hmm. Making your way over to the right door and opening this, you would find a steep set of steps descending downwards.
4: Do we hear anything?
0: You can make a perceptual if you so wish.
4: I get a 15. A 16. Or sorry, I get a 20. I can't do math.
1: 19. A
0: 20. With both of your 20s, There's a door down at the bottom. Distantly, you think you hear a small scrape sound. Hmm. Not really like something being dragged across the floor, almost like something being moved across a desk.
1: Should we look at the other door first just to make sure? We should
2: try to clear this level if possible before we descend down
0: further.
1: So let's check the other door and just to make sure that there's nothing on the same level, and then we'll go down. So we go check the other door.
0: Making your way over. You would reach the door. Uh, opening this door, it leads to a identical set of steps descending down.
1: <laughs> we go back to the original set of <laughs> steps. Do, do we hear any scraping on this side?
0: You can make a perception roll if you so wish. Uh, 14. 13.
4: 18. 11.
0: You hear nothing coming from this side.
4: Other side.
2: Uh, we'll close the door behind us.
4: Yes.
0: Very well. Shutting the door behind you, circling to the other side. All
1: right. Sigara so goes first.
0: You could descend down the steps, oh, reaching the door traps. at the bottom.
1: Yes, I am checking for traps as we go.
0: Citra will need to make a perception roll, searching for some traps. I
1: uh, get a 19. A
0: zombie thing somewhere. With a 19. No, you don't see any sign of traps?
1: Okay, so will open the door.
0: The door would open up into a chamber, approximately in size to the last chamber that you've been. Most of these chambers seem to have been, and you don't know if it's just something to do with the build of this place, but uh, 20 feet at a side... This chamber, though, contains, uh, well, front and center. In the center of this room is a brightly painted chariot. Beyond this chariot is a large canvas stretched between two stone columns. The skins of several animals, antelopes, a lion, crocodile, uh, now faded and deteriorated with age, are all tacked to this canvas. A single wooden chest, lacquered white and trimmed in gold inlay, sits in the far corner of this room. In each corner of the room, a small stone shield is molded into the masonry at shoulder height. You're going to say much more, or much akin to the faces that you'd seen in each of the corners in the initial chamber that you'd entered.
2: Is it the scarab design that's his shield?
0: Each one of these shields has a similar scarab design to yeah. it. Okay. An open hallway leads its way off towards the right-hand side.
4: Huh. Okay, um, I'm, Segura's gonna head towards the chest, probably.
2: Uh, Sudi's gonna check out this chariot.
0: Chariot?
1: it. I assume I'm sweeping
3: the room for traps. You're
0: gonna search the room for traps.
3: Once uh, Citrine says that the floor is clear, Onuris is going to go check behind that tapestry.
0: Very well. So Citra can give us a perception roll.
3: I get a 16.
0: 16. Looks clear.
1: Seems all right. Everyone should be able to look around.
0: Okay. Onuris, making your way across, you would reach the tapestry without any issue. Grabbing onto this, this tapestry is old. Pulling it back, you would find that there is nothing behind it. It's not obscuring anything beyond it. Even looking over these, you're going to guess that these are probably, judging by the size of some of these animals, trophies from Akinheppi's hunting expeditions, maybe. Having suffered the ravages of time, they possessed no real value at this point. Although, it's probably still show how good of a warrior he was. Making your way over towards the chariot, this is a light chariot. It seems to be fully restored and painted. Despite this, it looks like it's probably actually seen battle. Um... You can only imagine how difficult it was to disassemble the chariot, lower it down that 50-foot shaft, bring it in here, and then reassemble the entire thing. Wow. But while they seem to have recently painted it, the pigments have actually held strong, and it's still bright and colorful, despite the passage of time.
1: I wonder if that means he was probably a well-liked general.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's quite possible. Possibly. Or at the very least, well-respected.
2: And successful enough that he didn't ever get that chariot destroyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but getting it out of there is going to be out of here. Yeah, it's not going to happen.
0: You may make it a price check if you so wish. I will go ahead and try it. I get a 20. With a 20, this is a fine chariot. Probably be worth about 100 to maybe even 150 gold Ooh. if you could get it back out of here, but it is a full size chariot.
2: Yeah, trying to get a team down here, uh, come through the necropolis to come get not this. Yeah. Well, they're just not going to do it. Well, no, so. you just
0: build it, and then you write it out of the Necropolis. I guess with the rest of the party carrying it, I don't know. Does
3: anyone <laughs> have to... ranks in engineering? Because you'd need that to take it apart and put it back together. Mm,
0: no, nope. craft carpentry, actually. Uh, Definitely double, not. Double nope. Actually, you could also use profession driver.
2: I don't have that either. Because
0: <laughs> so. I guess if you have profession driver, you also know how to construct a chariot. Sure. It makes sense. Uh, approaching towards the chest, you would find that this is is a beautiful lacquered chest that has a uh, key set or keyhole set to the front of it. So you're going to guess it can be locked. You don't know if it is. Hmm. Uh, you may make an appraise check if you so wish. Um, a
4: twenty-three.
0: With the twenty-three, this chest is beautiful if undamaged. you think it's worth about two hundred gold by itself?
4: Wow. Well, then I'm not going to use my crowbar.
0: <laughs> I smash it.
4: Hey, Citra. Smash it to pieces. Can you open
3: locks? Well, yes. Well, they're looking over at the chest and he's looking at the chariot. I'm going to go stand near that hallway that just leads off into who knows where.
0: You can tell, even glancing from here, that this hall leads directly into another room, that there's no door at the end of it. Mm -hmm. There do appear to be a number of masks which look out onto the hall. All
3: right. Well, I'm just going to keep an eye out. Yeah.
1: I'm going to go uh, try to unlock this chest.
0: Farewell. Citra makes her way over. Says, I've got this.
1: I get a uh, 17 to unlock it. Wait. Uh, oh, no. For disabling.
0: <laughs> Disable device.
1: Yeah, do I get my plus one or no? No,
0: that is only for traps.
1: Okay, then 17. Did you check it for traps? No. Oh. Oh, well, I didn't declare it, but I meant to. Holy <laughs> 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 oh, oh. oh, crap.
0: I will let you make a perception roll for traps.
1: Yay! <laughs> well, because I've been checking everything, I would have I've checked. I've been paranoidly checking everything,
0: but this tr- this chest looks safe.
1: <laughs> I'm probably not going to see it anyway. Uh, I get a ten. <laughs> it
0: is perfectly safe. <laughs> it
1: is perfectly safe. So
0: your disabled device check sadly fails. Oh. There is an audible click. Oh.
2: Uh-oh. Uh oh.
0: At which point, a spring-loaded razor-sharp blade would slice out, whipping out at you with a wait for it. <coughs> Fifteen to hit your flat I see. Dang it, yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't get a reflex save or anything?
0: Yep, it's an attack roll. Dang it. Uh, the blade lashes out, slicing into your hand for five points of damage as the blade Ow. rips into your hand. Ow. You would rip your hand back before feeling a little off. You were going to make a fortitude save.
1: <laughs> nine.
0: With a nine, yeah. Okay. You would stumble back. You would take... One point of constitution damage uh, as you feel it coursing into your veins and viciously start shaking your hand, blood uh, splattering out across the pure white of the chest.
3: That was well uh, hidden. Onuris Don't stain the chest. Rush over.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> I like the
3: word that, really. would rush over to Citrine and give Sagira a what the hell kind of look and start looking over your hand. I have no healing just, abilities. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, just to clarify, have I been mispronouncing your name?
3: No, it's Citra. 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 I keep okay. wanting to say Citrine. I'm okay. sorry.
0: <laughs> just making sure it wasn't me.
3: Onyera <laughs> doesn't know Citra's name, but he does care for her. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: no, Citrine.
3: <laughs> Whatever. I'll get it right next time. You get a 19 on I get a 19 on my heel check.
0: get a 19 on the heel check. Very well. So it gets back around to Citra. Ooh. Uh, you'll need to make another fortitude save with a plus four bonus, as Onuris would come over, basically scrape away as much of the poison as he can.
4: Mm. Seven. Seven.
0: Oh, boy.
4: I think that was you.
0: You would start getting a little woozy. You've taken another point of constitution oh, damage. Oh, man. Yeah, Onuris can make another heal check if he wants to continue treating.
3: Yes, I get a 15 this time. Just,
0: just lay down, okay? Put your feet up. Let's get the blood flow going. <laughs> Okay. Bringing us back around to Citra. Uh, what are the other two of you doing in the meantime? Just
3: waiting. <laughs> uh, maybe. Segura is uh, apparently um, upcha- upset about blood on the chest.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm <laughs> taking yeah. your cloak and just rubbing That's it off. Twice. I guess I'll, I'll swap out with where um, you were guarding the uh, hallway there and guard the hallway yeah, just yeah, in, in case direction. the uh, yells of pain and
0: everything <laughs> draw something to us. I'm
1: not yelling in pain and we're wincing. Well, I mean, it's you more like probably is.
0: screamed with the first stab yeah, in exactly. your hand. Yeah. That was like half of your hit points.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I got a 16.
0: 16. Okay, you feel weak but you feel like it's run its course as you would just kind of give yourself a second woozily get back up to your feet.
3: I'm going to channel because you're down a few too, aren't you? I sure am. Everybody gets back 4.
0: Rachel, don't forget to uh, adjust down your character's maximum right. HP. Yeah.
3: Oh. Sad. Oh, what is sad.
0: that? It'd be 1 point down. Yeah, you only lose 1 oh. point. If, thankfully. Yeah, you've taken 2 points At this level, points 1 point still a lot. And it's your fortitude level. saves yeah. are reduced by 1 and all that good stuff.
1: I got that part. So, uh, okay.
2: uh-huh. Who, who's mumbling? Someone else here. Uh,
4: it's Sagira. It's the mu- it, the mummy sitting <laughs> at his writing Skid desk writing his uh, great
2: opera. Yes. Really
3: this chest is worth 200 it. gold, y'all. do not say y'all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sagira's from the southern side <laughs> of Wati. She, she rolled up from the mana waste. Hey, uh, Secretly, I'm a gunslinger, y'all. <laughs> Jeez. I've come here to shoot me a mummy. <laughs>
1: Americans from the mommy movie? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Americans.
3: Oh
0: my. But dusting yourselves off, I imagine, uh, once Citra feels a little bit better and I think...
3: Uh, Are you On yours presenting his
0: face and channeling energy.
3: I just look at her. I mean, it's on my face. Well,
0: I mean, you got like a burst of it this time. (laughs) I
1: I think I'll be all right. So, this chest? (laughs) The blade is still sticking out, which means I probably triggered it and it's fine. Okay.
0: It's still locked. It's still, it's still
1: locked. <laughs> uh, I don't think this will open it, though. Uh, 13. No, sorry. I'm looking at the wrong one. 15.
0: 15, it's still locked. Dang it. Freaking
1: level one rogue. 17.
0: You can take the time to take 20. You're not threatening.
1: Oh, you, okay. Well, shoot. What does that give you? Well, if I take 10, I get an 18. No. Okay, take 20, I get a 28.
0: 28 will succeed. <laughs> you find some Good luck. Later. Yeah, need to get back to town and buy some masterwork lock tools with your yeah. when you make a bank from this. I
3: I bought a set, but probably not. Masterworks are really expensive. Yeah. yeah.
0: Opening the chest again, it itself worth two hundred gold, including the trap, which can be reset. <laughs> it's a uh, bonus feature. It does a bonus. You'd have to reapply the poison. It's only good for one. The uh, chest opening up contains three vials of some sort of fluid or concoction. Also inside the chest are two books. With thin, gold-plated metal sheets for pages. Hmm, cool. Whoa.
3: I will detect magic.
0: Detecting magic, the three vials are all magical. Uh,
3: 23 to identify them.
0: Uh, 23 would identify the first two. They appear to be potions of cure-light wounds. Med kit. So two potions of cure-light wounds, and you'll need a separate roll for the other one, as it appears to be a different magical aura.
3: Uh, 17. <laughs>
0: With a 17, you'll be able to identify this as a potion of dark vision. Oh, nice. useful. Oh,
3: hey, okay. I do not need that.
0: <laughs> well, for the rest of us, people say like, oh, a potion of dark vision, just throws it over his shoulder. <laughs> what a waste.
3: Catches it Well, that's useful. Um, what are the books?
0: Glancing over the books, both of these are written in ancient Osiriani. The first is a brief biography of Akintepi. Explaining much is what you've actually already been able to determine, his humble beginnings, his time as a soldier, his racing through the ranks, his marriage to his wife and his children, uh, the death of his wife, the, and then his subsequent uh, continued climbing up the military ladder. This is all just from paging through these in pretty quick succession. The second one appears to be a description of the various military campaigns conducted by the nation of Osirian between 2350 and 2450. Both those are. So over the past, uh, about 2,000 years ago. Each book weighs about twenty five pounds.
2: Well, I mean it is you said it was metal.
0: It is gold in fact favorite? uh like, well, no, gold plated metal sheets. How much wow. Is it worth? You may make a price check if you so wish. Yeah. Mm.
1: Eleven.
2: Uh, seven. Mm. But with... why
1: would he need his own biography in the afterlife? <laughs> Seems a bit redundant.
0: To show the pharasma when he gets there. It's like, no, look at all the cool things I did.
1: Mm. She's probably like, uh I know.
2: Regardless, these are worth something because they're gold.
3: Well, Not I to that. mention the historical value...
0: Uh, each book you believe is worth 300 gold. I was
3: just thinking, wow. from like, there
0: are a pieces. logic
1: standpoint, wow. like, why would you need your own biography? This just <coughs> seems very strange.
0: Mm. Maybe like it was a first, your... you know, quote unquote printing or something like that. It was just a gift.
1: <laughs> maybe, because like keeping your cats, that makes sense. I would want my cat if I had one in the afterlife.
3: But I do not need a biography of my life.
2: <laughs> you remember your life, but maybe,
3: maybe it's it fades like, after time. Maybe it's like having a journal, you know. But you're dead. But, I don't know.
2: There's an afterlife. <laughs> You exist I after you die.
4: It was in case someone broke into his crypt. <laughs> so we would know who this guy was. I just want people to, try to try have to context us. when they're yeah.
1: Keep us from stealing his <laughs> things. When they, when they come
2: to inevitably rob my grave, I want them to have a biography of who I was so they know who they're robbing from.
3: Yes. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs>
0: yes. Making your way on. There's a single exit out of this chamber.
3: Oh yeah, the hallway. Well, there's no doors, right? On either side.
0: No, there's just the single hallway making its way out of this chamber. How
3: is it ten foot wide hallway again.
0: The hallway is ten foot wide and it looks to be about ten foot deep. Just a short hallway leading into another chamber, probably sized about the same as this one. Okay.
1: Traps. I, oh. I check it for traps.
0: <laughs> Checking it for traps. <laughs> I like
1: get twenty-one.
0: Twenty-one. With the twenty-one, yeah, you seem to be good.
2: Uh, you mentioned there were
3: masks on the walls?
0: Uh, yes, four funerary masks would hang on the walls of this short hallway, yes. uh, staring down at you as if in judgment of anyone making Are their way down the hall. like
3: Akintepi and his family, or...?
0: Anyone that wishes may make me a knowledge religion. I really need to put a
3: on okay. okay. I get a 20. I get a 25.
0: The 20 and 25. The first two, both of you would be able to easily identify. The one on the left is a uh, depiction of Phrasma. This is, again, akin to the one that you've seen upstairs. The one on the right is a depiction of Abadar. Unlike the usual depictions of Abadar where, you know, he just has the thinly trimmed beard. He actually has the pharaoh beard in this depiction. But Mm. the further along, though, on the opposite sides are a depiction of of Sekhmet, the lion-headed goddess of war.
3: That makes sense. He was a general.
0: On the opposite side is a depiction of Osiris, the ancient god of the afterlife. Mm.
3: Mm. Taking these masks.
0: Uh, anyone that wishes may make me an appraise. I feel like appraise is becoming a very important skill in this. It's like uh, we tombs and finding historical items. 25. Uh,
1: 15. 17.
0: With your 25, Jess, you would be able to, or more specifically, Segura would be able to identify these masks as each being gold-plated hmm. and are worth 75 gold pieces apiece. Out wow. Again, as art objects.
3: Very nice.
0: From there, you would step into a... Uh,
3: oh, did we get experience for her almost murdering herself with that trap?
0: Oh, yes. For both of the traps that you've gone through so far, you've garnered experience for defeating a challenge rating of 2, netting the party uh, 150, and a challenge rating of 1 for the Poison Blade Trap, netting the party uh, 100 experience points.
1: Level 1 rogue, man. Get me at, like, 5th or 6th level, and I'll find everything.
0: I'm just looking forward to you getting Trap Spotter, so I can just feel like, and make a perception roll, because you happen to be nearby a trap. (laughs) Yep. So... Actually, I think you could get that at second level if you're really interested. Uh, Depends on how many more traps you run into down here that you're like, I'm going to need this. I
2: always feel that's valuable as a road, playing a road. It's
0: true.
3: So what do we find in this new room?
0: Making your way forward. You would enter into a room about the same size as the other one, uh, 20 feet at a side. A table displaying a three-dimensional diorama occupies much of the far side of this room. Three shields with different designs are displayed upon a rack against the uh, wall opposite of where you came in, while various weapons hang from another rack along the wall off towards your right-hand side. Arrayed around the room are five small chests and a clay urn.
3: I'm going to... Or Onurus is going to detect magic.
0: Detecting magic? Seems like there could be magic in here. None of the weapons are magical. One of the shields is.
3: He is going to go investigate the shield. Sigurna's so going to go look at the weapons. So I'm going go to go check the, the chests for traps.
2: Sudi's going to check out this diorama thingy. That looks kind of cool.
0: Very well. So scattering about the room, uh, we will start with uh, Onuris. Glancing over the, the shield rack on the uh, eastern wall proudly displays the three shields. The shield on the right is a light wooden shield. Identical to the shields that seem to be carried by the tiny soldiers in the diorama. You can see off to the side. It bears ancient Osiriani uh, hieroglyphs that spell the name Akintepi. Marking these soldiers, you're going to guess, as under the command of Akintepi.
3: Would that be worth anything more than a light wooden shield just because of the historical value, or is this just a light wooden shield?
0: Honestly, you would probably guess that, that it would basically just be mundane. The opposite of that on the, uh, the other side is another light wooden shield that does not appear to be Osirianian in origin. You may make a knowledge geography check.
3: Uh, Neurus does not have knowledge Geography.
0: Do you want to shout out to the rest of your group?
3: Yeah, I guess he would I ask. I don't have that.
0: I also do not have that. Um,
1: sadly, I, Geography is not my strong suit.
0: <laughs> it's a shield. Alrighty. Uh, it looks to be obviously older, considering the fact that it's been down here for 2,000 years, but you're going to guess of a, uh, a nationality and culture outside of Osirian. The final one, though, the center shield is unusual in that it's a light-still shield, Shaped like a scarab.
3: Is it the same one that we've seen depicted with Akintepi throughout all these carvings? It seems to be identical
0: to the one Akintepi carried during his living time. And that's the magical one? Uh, It is, in fact, magical. You may roll spellcraft if you so wish.
3: Fourteen.
0: Fourteen? You cannot identify this.
3: Well, I'm going to call... I cannot remember your character's name, Rachel, for the life of me. Citra. Citra over to check for traps before I pull the magical
0: shield off the wall. Very well. Let's go ahead and make a perception roll for the traps that you're already searching for.
1: 23.
0: With a 23? You don't find any traps glancing over all the other chests in this chamber. Interestingly enough, the chests themselves are not locked either, but all of them are sealed with wax along the edges. You're going to guess to keep it effectively airtight and keep whatever's inside, well, maintained. So quite possibly something that could be damaged by exposure over time to air, such as papyrus scrolls or something like that. You could still potentially open them now, you would just need to seal them up again eventually.
1: I think we should leave these sealed until we take them out.
0: Mm. Sudi looking over the diorama, this honestly looks to be a sculpted landscape. With tiny stone and wooden statues, the diorama seems to depict an ancient battle. You'd think a siege, judging from the design of this, of the city of Wati and an unidentified enemy. This, of course, is not the Wati that you recognize now. Although large portion of portions of it you can recognize from the map of the necropolis that you were provided by the temple, as me- very little has changed in the dead city as opposed to the modern city. Mm. But you would see tiny little soldier figures standing on the walls and an assorted number of enemy soldiers out on the battlefield surrounding it. It is a very large table and a very beautiful and intricately made diorama. You would notice that the shields on these are each emblazoned with the same symbols as the shield that sits on the wall rack that Oniris is currently looking at. So denoting the soldiers inside of Wati as being under the service of Akintepi. Hmm,
2: interesting. How much is this worth? Because I feel like this would be worth a lot as
0: an art piece. Uh, Pretty. I
2: get a one, so I have no idea.
0: You're not positive locally? I mean... It probably wouldn't necessarily be worth a lot to an Assyrianologist. It may be worth more.
2: Mm.
0: You could potentially pawn it off on some sort of foreigner. It would also be probably more <laughs> difficult, considering that it's actually you know a box filled with actual sand to get out of here, yep. than the chariot in the previous chamber.
2: Dang.
0: Finally, Sagira making your way over to the weapon rack. There appear to be a number of weapons here, three of them in total. You may make an appraise check as you look them over.
4: Okay. I get a 17.
0: With a 17, there are three weapons here. Akintepi's kopesh, as well as you're going to guess his spear. Both of these are masterwork-quality weapons, exceptionally well-made and engraved. Both of them engraved along the hilt with Akintepi's runes. Finally, there is also a composite shortbow here. It is still serviceable, despite all of the years of it being down here. It has not warped, probably probably primarily due to the fact that it does not have a string attached to it. Hmm. You would have to restring it to actually use it and have a bowstring with you.
4: Hmm.
0: Other than that, it seems to be exceptionally well-made.
4: So going to pull down the Kopesh.
0: Very well. You would have the Kopesh. I will need a perception roll from the, the party. You have a plus two bonus to Sudi. Hey! I get a 24.
4: Uh, I get a 13. I get a 14. I get a 10.
0: Very well. So, off to the side, on Onuris would basically be in the process of looking at this going... Well, I really wish I'd managed to successfully identify this awesome-looking shield thing here. I hope it's not cursed. Waving over Citra and basically asking her to check the wall for traps. Heedless of any traps, Segura on the opposite side of the room goes, Oh, Kopesh. Grabbing it off the wall, I guess giving it a few practice swipes and swings.
4: You said um, there was no traps in here.
0: <laughs> I said it looked clear. Sue you probably glanced back over in the direction of the whoosh-whoosh sound of the Kopesh spinning it's dangerous. around. There's danger. I'm oh, good. You would then look back. And notice all the figurines aren't exactly where they were before. Oh, that's creepy. As you would look, you would see three of them seem to have shifted. And as you watch, seem to stare past you, their heads having turned and instead staring towards the interloper, taking their master's weapon off of the wall as the tiny little soldiers with their shields emblazoned with Akintepi's name leap to the defense of their master now in death... (laughs) Uh, as these six-inch-tall <laughs> tiny wooden soldiers charge to the attack.
1: Segura's about to get her butt, whooped by by six-inch-tall little diorama piece. <laughs> I have a brand-new Kopesh though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god! I'm going to use the Kopesh to just be like, oh, I am going to use the oh, Kopesh. I'm
4: already I writing
0: am, it down on my character sheet. I'm already
1: thinking of the that uh, the Halloween episode of Buffy. You remember when the demon gets summoned at the very end, and he's only like six inches tall, and Buffy's just like, what the crap? And she just steps on it.
4: No, I think Night at the Museum. Oh. Cowboys and Indians, and they
0: run. (laughs) And we'll pick it up here next time, everyone. Thank you for uh, tuning in. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Find the Path. Please leave us a review on iTunes as it really helps us out. If you want to follow us, you can on our website or on Facebook as Find the Path, on Twitter at Find the Path Channel, or follow the Find the Path YouTube channel for our video content. If you would like to contact us, you can email us at FindthePathChannel@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thanks again.